Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome back. It's another edition of the Causeway Kings here on the Abington Cam Network as well as the WMEX Sports Radio Network. As always, your host, your friend, Ben Rabinovitz, alongside Adam Clancy and Gordo back in the house. Boys, it's an absolute pleasure to have you back. And man, oh man, it's been a few minutes since we've been here, but... Uh, we're going to catch everybody up together here because we've got a whole lifetime, it seems, to do so. You're right, man. It, it feels like a lifetime since we've all been back uh, back here together. Uh, but, we, Ben, like you said, we've got a lot to, lot to talk about. We've got NHL hockey, high school hockey, um, women's hockey, college hockey. Somebody say sky's, hockey? Sky's the limit to talk about hockey tonight. I love hockey. Um, that sounds perfect. You know, but, yeah, no, I'm excited to be back with you guys. You know, we miss Merrill, but, hey, you know what, sometimes family duty calls. That's right. Every time, family first, my friends. That's what's up. Gordo, pleasure to have you back Gents. in the saddle here with yeah. us. How Jersey's looking good there, Looking Gordo. good. Look at this I got real good. Insane sporting number four tonight. Whoop, whoop. You know. uh, Clancy on the back. Yeah, no right. big deal. Fanatics, number one seller right now. Fits pretty good. <laughs> uh, no, it's it, it's uh, anytime we can jump on and chat hockey, it's always a good one. And uh, wrapping up tryouts right now with youth hockey. Banana lands. Oh, oh boy. Boy, man. I am. Tonight was the last one. Oh, good. Tonight was the last one. So we're in the clear. We got our team set. Until August. We got roped back into coaching again. So, um, it, but my little guys landed where they're supposed to land, and we're excited. So uh, it's, but it's an interesting time of the year, though. With it's the, <laughs> just crazy time. It's, it's just it's crazy nuts. time. It really is. So. And, folks, for context, if you're not sure, uh, Clance and Gordo here are coaches in various. Uh, youth programs, especially the Braintree Junior Varsity team, and Gordo, no stranger to every rink here in New England and then some. Yeah, yeah. Uh, guys, again, this is the time that we always have a, a blast making fun of all the parents making fools of themselves. And it's not something we like to pick on, but it is something we will pick on. So why don't we start with that little bit of crazy season. Right now, uh, what we're talking about, the computers are going crazy at the moment. When do we actually hit the ice with our craziness? Oh God! Um, I I mean, I, my craziness is over. Like I'm, I I already started looking at new golf clubs. I'm getting ready for to hit the links. My kids are playing uh, lacrosse this spring, and then you know spring, uh, you know, might maybe do some skills here or there, but you know, kind of give them a break and just let them be kids for a little yep. bit, and then you know, and then the summer they're gonna do a bunch of stuff and. You know, we travel down the Cape a lot and, you know, do a couple camps here or there. But it's, you know, hockey, man, it's just gone so 365 now. It really has. It's just like, and parents just can't get enough. They can't get their kids on the ice enough. And uh, and then this time of the year is especially just like, you know, the phone calls, the text messages. Oh. Parents don't care what time of night it is. You know, they want to know, and the move-in, the shake-in, it is, it is big business. And it's, it's big business always the parents who have never played the sport. Ever, never played. That's, Those are the, that's the most frustrating part. All they care about is, you know, my kid's an elite, my kid's elite, 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 elite. Like, who told you this word? Elite is nothing but a word. Like, kids need to develop at their own pace, right? Um, but it's always, I've always seen it being the parents that have never played the sport. It's like they're trying to live through their child and what it's like to be a hockey player. Yeah. They're kids. Just let them be kids. Yeah. That, plain and simple. Yeah. That, that's, that's all it is. It, that's the best way. It, it's, a, it's a weird thing, right? Because it's like kids get success early 
and you know and you know it's like we've been been around for such a long time now and you just see kids right that just it's about the long term right mm -hmm. and being in the right program getting good skills and just playing where you're at the level that you're going to have success you're going to get puck touches and you where know. you're having the most fun yeah but it's funny though because like being around the ranks now this last tryout time I, I probably bumped into i don't know geez probably like a hundred guys that i know right mm -hmm. and they all it's funny it's just like laughing like we're all in like you know hamming it up laughing about you know just half of us don't even care it's just you no. know like you know, our kids are going to be fine they're in the alert they're right they're getting good coaching you know all that it's you know come talk to me in another few years when they yeah. turn you know 13 14 years exactly. old and then things start to kind of like you know so that's change. what i love about like my my oldest jack just finished he's finishing up his uh learn to play with braintree youth and you know he'll be moving on to u6 next year you know he's all excited he's gonna have his own jersey with his name and number and all that but like at the u6 like they don't do tryouts so it's perfect it's like they just anybody's you know they give the, the registration kids sign up yep and then they just put them up in the teams yeah like he all he cares about is, Dad. Am I gonna play with my? If I'm gonna play with Patrick, am I gonna play with Connor? Am I gonna play with Griffin? Like, yeah. Am I gonna get number four? Like, yeah. We took uh, important uh, question. Exactly. We took my little guy over to Lovell this year. Um, he did the Devo program there. They had like, I want to say close to 80 kids. Yeah. And you know, split up. There was like 10 teams of about eight nine kids, um, and they played a full scout uh, schedule season. You know, from September through just like you know, just wrapped up in March. And just watching, I mean, my little guy could barely stand up on his skates, but all he cared about every week was like, oh, is Landon going to be there? Is this guy yep. going to be there? They had sick unis with, like, little dinosaurs for, like, different teams yep. and stuff. It was it was awesome. So Jack is actually doing that uh, at the Thayer Rink this starting in a couple weeks, two or three weeks, that uh, Superhero League. League. Yeah, yeah. You know, and That's it's like fun. every you – know, he's going to be on the same team with all his little buddies. Yep. You know, he's he's very curious on what superhero he's going to be. And I'm like, buddy, it doesn't matter. What team are you pulling? You know, they play, like, music for and stuff. And it's just, like, that's when, like, that's what it's about, right? Team Batman. Which, I, by the way. See, if, if he had it his way, he'd be Team uh, Spider-Man. Oh, well, there you go. That's a popular one. If it's yeah. still the same one they play, I produced that music for that, by the way, for that club. So well, enjoy that, kids. Like it's, enjoy uh, that. That's what it's all about. So I'm looking forward to, you know, not coaching, stepping back. Letting do his thing. Having a... Having a few cold ones, maybe. Yeah, that's okay. Proper you know, parenting. With the pops. There you go. You know, dad's on a Friday night. Yeah. You know, I just, I just love watching them have yeah. fun. The, this, it, this is like my obviously going with through this with my kids. It was so fun to just let somebody else do it. Yep. And just kind of just be a dad for a change, and just watch them go through the process. And it is such a even coaching my older boy. Like he's still a bite this year. And it was it was awesome, man. Like it was just a different experience for me because I'm so used to working with older kids mm -hmm. and older guys, and um, you know, just it was so much fun, right? Yep. And it was for a lot of the parents, it was like their first kind of experience doing it as well. So we kind of like all had fun together, yeah. and the kids had a blast, and um, you know, as long as the kids have fun, that's all that matters. That's all that matters. And I think the parents need to take a step back and realize that too. Yeah, he's, yeah. His, you know, it seems like hockey's going in just a wacky, you know, but I think most of that is really due to just, like, social media and, you know, I'm sure, you know, many moons ago when we played, <laughs> there was probably just as many crazy parents. That just, yeah, it was just know. never televised or, or <laughs> yeah. put out on the yeah. internet because yeah. we didn't have much so, of the internet back then. Some Snoopy didn't mom, have that back then. Some Snoopy mom wasn't standing in the stands just videotaping. Yeah, yeah. 
So I'm sure I'm sure it was just quite as crazy. It's just now it's you know, now if you start doing that sort of stuff, you better be leery that someone's going to be pulling out a camera and probably Seriously. recording. Which honestly, what's the point of everybody having a camera phone if we're not going to capture magical moments like this? Yeah, I don't know if that's you magical. You know what I mean? But... Oh, it's magical for the rest of us. Trust <laughs> it's, me. Yeah, it's magical to make memories for your family and kids, not to like post it all over social media and be like. Look at my son. He's four years old. He should be an elite player his whole life. Like, no. no that's, uh, I, that's not the part that bothers them. And it, no. It's certainly not embarrassing themselves on the ice or somewhere near the ice. That doesn't bother them. No. So what does bother them? you got to ask that question. Uh, it's not the, the parents? Nothing. I, I, it's weird because we, I think we talked about last time, right, like the ring shrinks and some of the, you know, spitting chiclets, you know, all these hockey podcasts and, and social media platforms, right, like, they, there's so many videos of parents going loco. Oh, yeah. And it's like, they have to see that stuff, right? Yeah. It's, and it's, how do you not think in the back of your brain, like, I don't want to be How that, are you not embarrassed? I don't want to be that right. person. I don't want to be know? that person. And like we said earlier, like, and, you know, like you said, like, with the ring shrinks with Brian Yandel, Mike Model, they, you know, they, their big focus is, like, you know, yep. youth hockey and, you know, talk about how kids develop and playing multiple sports. Yep. If you listen to the most recent Spit and Chicklets episode with Mike Milbury, he didn't stop playing hockey until he was 11 years old. Yeah, right? Crazy. Undrafted. Yeah. Actually, when he was, I guess he was um, high, more highly recruited for football than he was in hockey. Yeah. And he went to Colgate and somehow ended up on the training camp roster for the Bruins because someone was hurt or whatever. And he playing 12 years in the NHL. Yeah. Coach Grapes, actually, is a result of that one. That's yeah. how he got that. Yeah. You know, it, it's just there. like. Yeah. It's a. It's a. Everybody goes through their development differently, and you know. I'm like still a, trying to develop my hockey game. Yeah, well, I you tell know? parents all the time, right? Like, <laughs> it's probably it. like you probably have a better chance of getting struck by lightning than you know starting your youth career and just being a really good player, and then being a whole a good player the rest of your life, yep. and still playing at that elite level of college, even pro hockey, right? That's you know. That's an impossible, close to an impossible thing to do, right? It's a lot of kids, you know, they it's a roller coaster, man, and you just got to kind of let them ride it and support And that's support the thing. Them. It's like kids nowadays, like, yeah, they can be, you know, considered a stud at the age of 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, but then eventually, like, they're going to plateau, yep. and kids who were not as strong as them at a younger age are going to p- surpass them, you know, and you know, even at the high school level, right, like, Parents get a little upset that, oh, my son's on JV, like, what the heck. Like, I'll, perfect example, I'm, I'm going to give him a huge shout-out. Danny Keegan from Braintree High played two years of JV hockey for me, developed his game, went on to play two years of varsity, was captain senior year, just as uh, wrapped up a PG year at Wilson, Northampton. Nice. Just committed to St. Mike's, which is a top-notch D3 that's program. That's great. Absolutely. So it doesn't matter if you play varsity or JV, right? No. And that's my opinion. You know, I mean, granted, I was fortunate enough to play four years of varsity hockey, but if even I played one year JV, I still would have been able to go on and play college hockey. It's about the result at the end of your dedication, the end of your season, not what team you're on. Yeah. You know, so, so it, like, it's just parents need to yeah. grow up. It was like when I went to Catholic Memorial and this a while back, but it was, you know, back in those days, you know, they're winning state championship after state championship. Mm-hmm. You knew going in there, unless you were a very special player, but I think it had been about, you know, 15 years before a freshman actually walked on that campus and made varsity. 
you were going to play on the freshman team. Yeah. And, the, and honestly, it was great because you you got to play with your classmates for one full season. Yep. And then just and then after that, it's like you're comfortable with the school. You know, yeah, you're going to have some buddies that are going to you know make varsity. You're going to have some that'll make JV. But you know, it shouldn't affect your friendship outside of the ring. No, that's right. No, and now no. it's so cutthroat now, and oh, like it's... you know, then you get in the stands with the parents, and it's like, you know, it's it's wild, but. Um, anyways, talk about some wild uh, fans in the stands. Let's switch gears a little bit. We'll talk about the MIAA state tournament that was this last Sunday, the 19th. And what a day for hockey it was. Uh, we on the WMEX Sports Radio Network brought you two games live starting at 11 a.m. We had the boys' Division II matchup, the Canton Bulldogs and the Hopkinton Hillers. And well, uh, folks, if you're not aware quite yet, the Bulldogs would exercise the demons of 2022, and they would take the victory from the Hillers in a stunning game, really. 4-1, to one, the yeah. final score on that, and the yeah. Bulldogs' faithful came out in full force for that game. They always do. Absolute electricity. Uh, first game on the docket was the Lady Bulldogs, unfortunately, did not fare as well against the Duxbury Dragons. Uh, they would win that game in uh, Girls Division II action, 5-2. The Dragons will take that one over the Bulldogs. Uh, Girls Division I, the Shrewsbury Colonials, 4-1 over St. Mary's. That was a bit of a shocker. Yeah. Uh, congratulations to them, that program getting a well-deserved piece of hardware for the trophy case. And it's a combined effort. And boy, oh, howdy. I mean, there's not too many ways to make Central Mass more prouder than that. Yep. Yep. And then, of course, uh, we had the D1 matchup, Pope Francis oh. Cardinals would upset and shock the Zavarian Hawks. That's right, 3-2 to two in overtime, 25.3 seconds on the board. Yep. And let me tell you, folks, that game was tight-knit, heavy hitting, tight checking, just overall, what a fabulous hockey game. The only shame was that someone had to lose. Yep. yep. Yeah, that's uh, just, you know, being a part of the Severian culture for a little while and on the coaching staff over there, and I've known Dave Spinelli for a million years now. Class act, by yeah, the way. Yeah, class act, been doing it forever, just a great human being, and he's, you know, he's, he's done a great job there. And, I mean, you know, dating back again when I played high school hockey and at CM, you know, Severian wasn't really known as a, a hockey school, right? It was mm -hmm. more football, and they still have a phenomenal football program. So to watch the hockey program just kind of like really, awesome. really blossom over the last, you know, 10-plus years especially, um, and that's a credit to Dave, his staff, Tedesca. Um, Phil Byrne. But yeah, Phil Byrne, Pascantonio. Those guys do a great job there and, um, you know, kind of kind of bump up. But you know what, Pope Francis – they they got some great players on that side of the world. Yeah, and they've they, had they've had some strong strong they some, teams. They got some players over there. Yep. Yeah, four, so that, forty-four and red Ivy was a huge yes, part of that win. Player, yep. Two goals. Tank. Yep. He's Absolute. And they had the kid a couple of years ago. Um, he's on the national team now. I'm, I'm drawing a blank, but that kid was a. An, a they've had some really yeah. good really good players in that program over the last several years, and um, I, I like how they kind of. You know they're in that like niche market out in Springfield, so I you know a lot of those kids play for that Thunderbirds or Picks program yep. out there, and they all kind of come up together, kind of like a Minnesota field to it. Yeah. If you you know kind of trying to do a comparison there, but um, you know I think that was a, I think probably a lot of people probably put some money on Severian to win that one, but you know that's a that's Severian a Severian had the better goalie too. Yeah, it's just yep. you know. Yep, and they've they've had they and they get some good players there. Yeah. 
DiMartino. His uh, his cousins are one is Charlie. Uh, his cousin Charlie's a senior captain this year at Braintree High. Yep. He just he's getting ready to graduate. Um, his younger cousin uh, Joey, aka Fish, we call him. Why we don't know. <laughs> it's just we just do. Um, but you know, hats off to Severian. You know for having a great season. But one thing I really want to point out is Dave and the staff do a great job coaching those kids. But the the discipline and the camaraderie and the and the maturity that he teaches these kids on the off the ice is carrying over to on the ice because when Severian knocked off Redding, the Severian goalie, you know, Severian's off in the corner celebrating, yeah. and the Severian goalie went over and he gave the other goalie from Redding a hug and yeah. like talked to him and same thing when uh, Pope Francis just beat them. That's right. Pope Francis goalie went over and did the same thing as Severian. So like that right there, like. That's what it's about. The, the the memories, the camaraderie. Win or lose, the hockey community is nothing but a giant brotherhood. That's right. It's a, it's a family, you know what I mean? Um, so, you know, hats off to Dave and, and Paul and Phil and, and Craig, you know, having a great team, great great program, hell of a season. Uh, you know, obviously one team's got to win, and hats off to Pope Francis yeah. for winning it. I want to give a, I want to give a shout-out to uh, Nudgy, Keith Carter, Duxbury, Girls Hockey, they do a fantastic job with that program. Mm-hmm. They took it over a few years ago. They've really got that program buzzing right now, and uh, it was so good to see it's just some great guys involved with that program, and they do a fantastic job with the girls. And um, that was a well-deserved victory for them, state championship. It's awesome to see. So, And the, the highlight for me was the Division Four bracket. My goodness, my gracious. The... Norwell Clippers Overtime, and the baby. Sandwich Blue Knights. Yeah. Unbelievable. 4-3 OT. Norwell brings it home for the first time in, I almost said franchise, school history. And what a beauty of a winner. And it was their first ever appearance, too. Right. One and one. You That's know? the way to do it. Clance, take us through it. I mean, it was funny. You watched the interview that they did after the game and the kid, the I forget his name. Who scored the game winning goal? He's like, yeah, we practiced like once or twice. I had to look it a up. Week. I, I want to give this kid a shout out, Timmy Ward. Timmy, Timmy Ward, Ward, that's right. Timmy, unbelievable kid. Unbelievable goal. You know, he comes around that, picks it up, and he just took off down the wing, cuts in the middle, high slot, digs out the goalie, and just a highlight reel goal to to win the state championship. It was unbelievable. You know, might as well have won the Stanley Cup. I mean, that's exactly what it was and what it will always for, be. In first the ever appearance in school history. Championship like that's yeah. that doesn't happen. No, that's that's not happening at Big, all. Biggest Golden Knights making the Stanley Cup final in year one does not happen regularly. Yep, nope. it's not a normal nope. thing. It was uh, it was great to watch, great to see, you know, yeah. and you know, watch like you know, being part of the tournament with Braintree and and seeing these games like there were no like blowout games, no. none. You know, like Braintree t- took down Wayne with one nothing, then they took down Reading one, um, not Reading Arlington three two. Like every game was a battle. Yeah, you know, and it, that was like that's what made it fun to watch. You know, it's like, oh, great! They just blew out Wayne with thirteen nothing. Like, what? What's fun is that, right? Yeah, I think. But it, it's a battle. Is it? Uh, I'm sorry to cut you off there. Uh, Canton four to one. Yeah. But Canton beat, I think, I want to say Silver Lake. Yeah, no, Silver Lake lost to um, Walpole. Yes. Okay. Because actually, a friend of mine, Jim Dumphy, hats off to his son Aiden, uh, senior captain, all yeah. scholastic, just got a sportsmanship award Tuesday night yeah, at, the at the Bruins game. Yeah. All right. Um, you know, great kid. Only disappointment though, 
you know, kids getting award like that in front of eighteen thousand people, wearing right? Slippers, and bro. he's wearing slippers. What? He's got slippers on. What do you mean he's got slippers? Dude, on? look it up on Twitter. He's got yeah, stop it. He's got brown not. slippers on. Yeah, Ugg slippers. slippers. He, I, think, I think he thought he was Tom Brady. I was gonna say. I think he's Brady there. But uh, hats off to Ugh. him. Great kid. Great <laughs> family. I, I played roll hockey with his dad for years. Uh, still see him around the rinks. Yeah, Duff is a great guy. Duff, great, and great Danny's, guy. Danny Scott, the head coach there. Those guys have done a great job yeah. with that program. Like really, kind of turned that program around. And um, there, and, and Aiden, I think he's the, I think he's now the all-time leading defenseman in scoring over in, 100 points in, in his career in Silver Lake history, which is kind of cool. So, yeah. and he's a great, great kid. Unbelievable so, kid. Yeah, it was a fun. That was a very fun exciting like just some really like tough games overtime thrillers like that was a great high school like end of the season finale I get to tell you, going to those games when, they, when yeah. there's 12 1300 people packed into the zaputis arena in randolph yeah there's all i wanted to do is get my gear and hop on the ice oh, oh it's a beautiful it was unbelievable electric right unbelievable environment so you know? my, my fondest memories was playing in the garden in high school and I, I'll never forget. We played uh, when I, at CM my my first year there. We played uh, uh, Falmouth High School. Yeah. So I pretty sure the entire Cape. Came oh, the entire Cape. And this is the old Garden. Yeah. They scored the first goal of the game. The play. I thought the roof was going to yep. cave in. It was unbelievable. We ended up winning. I think like fifteen to one. But <laughs> nice. <laughs> but <laughs> it was game in thirty seconds of no, highlights. Anytime you can like as a you know, and this is what's such a great thing, right? Like. Being able to go to the Boston Garden as a kid and kind of you know just skate on that ice is There's that's, nothing a, that's an ex for a lot of these kids right that's going to be the last kind of hoorah playing hockey. Yep, it's just such an Sweet. unbelievable like way to kind of like cap it off, especially if you win it right. So. Yep. Um, we tried to take a lot of time to make sure we actually honored the seniors on those teams during the broadcast for exactly that reason, folks, because those moments are what this game is all about. Nobody remembers all the fine-tuned details, of course. We're all a little scatterbrained here and there, especially as we all get older. But those memories never, ever, ever disappear from the fabric of time, and everybody that was there will remember that moment mm -hmm. for all time. Win or lose, it does not matter. It's the camaraderie, the memories, the life lessons. And 50 years from now, those same kids will stand in the, maybe even at TD Garden somewhere, yep. somehow, and they'll look down at the bench and they'll remember Coach's words as he stood up on the bench and told, rallied the troops for one more rush in overtime. Yep. Yep. And that's what it's all about. Is I remember memories. my senior year at Weymouth when we lost to Hingham in the, um, the semifinals, one game away from going to the Garden. Yeah. And uh, we we lost four nothing, and you know half the kids in the Hingham team were kids I played with growing up, and you know I remember them embracing me after the game, and you know it. it to this day, I still talk to most yeah. of them, you know. And yeah. my senior year, every year Weymouth plays Hingham on New Year's Eve. Yep. And for I think it was like ten years, Weymouth never beat Hingham. And my senior year, we beat them five two, and it was in front of like a thousand people at like noontime at, at the Pilgrim Arena. It was unbelievable. <laughs> Stanley Cup. You know, and that that was our Stanley Cup, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, taking that team down, and you know, having Bob Roach behind the bench, we're playing, you know, seven eight forwards in three D uh, against a, a full fifth, you know, four lines six, eight D. You know, it was unbelievable. But I'll never forget. You know, we played them at the Brockton Rink, right on Brockton High Campus. Must have been two thousand people in that arena, and I just remember, I can remember every single play of every period of that game. Yeah. I remember power plays. I remember where I was on the ice for shots in the power plays. 
It, it was just something that never leaves your mind. Yeah, we lost, but I'll never forget that moment of being on the ice with my teammates, with my friends on the other team. You know, and it's just a great feeling. So hats off to all these high school players this year. Yeah, and I, and I love what you just said right there, right? It's like the the sad part about this area in the last, you know, whatever, 10 years or so is that, you know, a lot of these kids start chasing the carrot. And like you said, like, you know, Braintree High, like, kid, you know, kids coming in and earn, paying their dues, playing a little JV hockey because that's where they fit at the moment. Yep. And then, you know, you never know, man. You, you stick around and you end up getting on a team and you got a cool. bunch of seniors and you got you go on a run and you have an opportunity like that to go play at, at the Boston Garden. And a lot, a lot of kids miss out on that opportunity playing for some of these stupid, you know, yep. full season this. And, you know, I get it for some kids, but, you know, for, I, I would say for a high percentage of the kids, like, you know, those are experiences you're never going to get back, yep. right? Ever. Cool. And and those are experiences like, you know, for like you and me, like that, those are some of the best times playing hockey, right? And yep. you're playing with your buddies and it's just. Playing against your buddies. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. So, you know. Um, I do love the tournament, Minnesota tournament, though. I still, still kind of. You know, not knocking mass, but you know. I mean, the only thing I gotta say about the mass tournament that the the boys need to do is they gotta step up the hair game. Well, that's because that's what I'm you saying. You see what these Minnesota kids do to their hair. Oh yeah. I mean, it's comparison is not. It's still, unbelievable. I still haven't seen the uh, is uh, usually that's out by now. Oh no, it's oh no, it's out. Oh, is it? Well oh, it, oh, it's all, oh, all hair oh, team. No, oh, it's, I missed oh, it's, it. It's, it's glorious. Oh, it's it's need, unbelievable. I need to get my act together. Um, but I do want to just take a step back real quick. You know, you mentioned kids who play JV and they get that shot. Brainy High's goalie this year, Ryan Cochran, three-year JV player, senior. You know, was had the expect expectations of hey. I mean, sitting on the bench, Jack Fitzgerald, our number one all-classic, all-star goalie. Yeah. He's the guy, right? Well, Jack, unfortunately, gets hurt, can't play the whole season. Ryan Carkin steps in, takes him to the Elite Eight. Yeah. You know, it's unbelievable. First year ever varsity player. And it's, he didn't lose in a bad way. You ask anybody that watched that Braintree Reading game, it was something that you see in the NHL. The, 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 take the guy wide, back diagonal, slide it over, the kid one-times it. Cochran overcommitted, went right under his arm. Yeah. Nothing he could do about that. But that right there is a kid that stuck with it, got his shot, and he, he embraced every moment of it. And there's, in my opinion, that kid was the MVP of the team this year. Yeah. You know, he, he, he put that team on his back and he took them to it. And he's one of the most remarkable young men I've ever met and have ever coached my entire coaching career. Yeah. So hats off to him. But, uh, yeah, mass hockey plays. Guys, we got to step up the hair game. Yeah. Got to step it up here. I mean, it, this could be an opportunity for the Causeway Kings to maybe, you know. Well, the first official uh, throw down, flow down. Guys, no uh, lie. I, uh, I ain't got much going well, on up there. No, I'm no, I got a head uh, to throw saying, into this. I'm saying more of, you know, maybe we could start putting something together to get these guys to. I, I think we could do it. Make some videos. I think so. I could, I could finagle some of the Brainerd High kids to do something weird. I'm just saying. I'm just and saying. even the Abington kids. I can as reach well. out to Co Coach Woodford at Abington. Like, hey, listen, let's get on board here. Let's get some get news. A New England flow down. There was one. I like team. it. I like it. I there like was it. one team they showed the whole team on the bench, right? 
and it wasn't like everyone did like the Patrick Kane mullet. It's oh, like everyone, all over the it place. was just like a buzz here yeah, and a yeah. buzz there and a buzz up the back. One kid like, straight up balded himself and then uh, just left everything on the side long. I was like, my God, what a throwback to 1975. Imagine the parents being like, what is going on right now? I do miss the old Matignon teams <laughs> with the Mohawks. Yes. You remember that back in like early Now 90s, it's like every, all the kids like dye their hair, yeah, yeah. like bleach blonde. I do like the mullet stuff though right now. The mullet game is just it's taking legit. on a life of its own. Dude, I had to go up to Braintree High the other day to drop something off and I saw some of my players and they still had the mullet haircuts. I'm, I'm starting to I'm see I'm like, guys, the, the season ended a month ago. I'm what are you doing? i see it at the youth level. I get kids showing up with, you know, a little, yeah. little, you know, little conservative yeah. on top, party in the back, a little, you know, short <laughs> on the side. All I got to like, say is Jack Clancy, if you're watching and listening to this, you are not doing that to your <laughs> hair, pal. Not, not doing it. No dice. Kids, if you uh, need any advice on the flow game, by the way, I'm going to direct the camera back to my friend Gordo here. Look at this flow, folks. All right, I want you to look at this. Look at this flow here. This is how it's done. It's got a right? little salt and pepper in there, but I'm hanging. It's a good out. look, though. So I'm hanging salt in. Salt and pepper is a good look. Wine for this guy. Look at this. Getting real good detail there. Playoff, yeah. I've got my playoff beard. I got a little product going tonight. All about the side flow. There you go. Wear, didn't want to wear the hat tonight, so. <laughs> but I'm looking a little old. I got the, you know, so. Um, I'm hanging in there. Too. It's a beauty. In, I'm hanging in there. We love you, buddy. That's awesome. Let's uh, let's keep this gravy train rolling here, guys. Here live on the Abington Cam Network, the WMEX Sports Network. Thank you very much for joining us this evening, or whatever it is you happen to be hearing, watching, listening. Whatever it is, we're just happy to have you here. And let's get right back to some Boston Bruins news. Finally, they signed David Pasternak. Woo! Oh my goodness. Every time he touched the ice, he got more expensive. Finally, they had some sense and just signed my boy. Eight years, 90 mil. Woo! About time. 11.25 million a year. Better, better late than ever, baby. We all had a feeling that number eight was going to be involved here. And I think it was you or Merrill that called it eight years, 88 million. It was Clance, yeah, that's Clance, right. Yeah. Of course, they were like, well, you've done a little better than that. So let's give you the eight years and 90 million. How about He's, that? Uh, Worth it. Worth that it. is, that's a huge weight off their backs, mm -hmm. locking him up. And I think there's a, a no trade clause for the first five years, yep. and modified after that. Um, but that's that's huge, you know. And this is, I look at the Bruins right now as like the year the Patriots went undefeated, but unfortunately lost in the, in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I'm hoping that. Like, I'm hoping that's not the case. But like, look what they've done so far. Yeah, I mean, well, they got 110 points now. They're three wins away from matching the all-time franchise win record set in what year? 1971. Oof. That's right. It's been a while. Those boys, they've been watching the game for a while until someone comes around to do something like this. And if you ask any of the Bruins players themselves, they don't care anything about this. It's just about playing well together. Even in the win uh, uh, the other day with Ottawa, there was parts of that game. They said in the pregame interviews against Montreal today that they did not like the way that they were playing that game, despite the fact they won. I'll they, tell you now. There was, was a lot going I on. I was at that game, and they won that game because of Allmark. Yeah. He made some point-blank saves that most I don't think most goalies would make in the NHL right now. Yeah. He he was the backbone. Um, great game to be at. Fun. Uh, Otto is a team to watch out for, though. Stutzel, that kid's having a breakout year. Kachuk is just getting better every game. Yeah. Claude Giroux is very good on that team. Debrinket. Um, uh, Debrinket, what? Is it? He's back in Chicago. Wait, what? Debrinket, what? Debrinket go back to Chicago. Uh, two weeks ago? 
I literally pretty sure I just saw him in, on that roster. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty I, sure he I, was I could, there. I could to be the wrong. internet. I could be wrong. You guys keep chatting. I'll figure this out. All right. Well, Clance is dealing with that. No, it's um, the, the. I think. Can't imagine know, he would have gone back that quickly. He just left again. I, <sighs> no, right there. I'm Alistair Brinkett. Oh, okay. Well, I'm Tuesday's a little, You guys know I'm a little slow, so I'm just. I could be. <laughs> That's okay. Know, I That's was okay. there Tuesday night. Oh, I did see right, him. Right, right, now right. I know I may have had a few beverages. Yeah. All right. Hats off to my ex coworker Katie Laughlin getting us up to the uh, Absolute Lounge. There you go. There you nice. go. That's, Free, it was. It was. It was you lovely. Have a, you have a tough life, man. <laughs> <laughs> Fenway, so. Luxury boxes. So this guy that, over that, here. That's not where our tickets were, though. These, these tickets were. Uh, this was a date night with my my beautiful bride. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> I got these tickets. I was a few months ago, back in October. At the uh, uh, we had the Braintree Youth Hockey Golf Tournament silent auction. <laughs> I, I I got overtaken by this guy named Bud. Um, I. Probably spent way too much money on the tickets. <laughs> and then the ice on the cake was I decided to get, throw some more money at a Charlie Coyle autographed jersey there that I could have just got for free. There you go. <laughs> so I, I kind of owed the date night to my wife. But uh, we had we had a great time and it was, you know, ran into a bunch of people down there. Uh, Robbie Himberg uh, yeah, ran Berg. into him and. Oh, Mr. Moisauce. Mr. Moisauce was there as well, I, my boy. I've been seeing Mr. Moisauce. My boy, uh, Mr. Moisauce. Tendon Bar at Level Arena. Hey, hey he's awesome. the next. He's that's the sequel cocktails coming out. And well, Chris Moy is going to be the the star. So just not to get off topic here, but I did mention to him, I said, hey, I, I think there's a Labatt's Blue Balls team coming back into the fold, and we need a sauce man on the back end. Like, he doesn't have to go past the blue line. He told me he's he's done. He's not done. He's retired. I he's know. Not and that's what I told him. I, I said, see him skate not... every Sunday morning at yeah, 10 a.m. He's not retired. He's full of shit. He is. So we're, <laughs> he is. Oh, excuse my language. Chris Moy, you're not retired. Zero retired. I won't there let that happen. Love it. Well, it's plenty of time for hockey talk because that's what we're doing here on the Causeway Kings, no matter who, what, when, why, or where. Right back to it, though. Guys, obviously, Pasternak and Olmark have been huge parts of this team. Uh, Swayman's been an amazing the, backup here as a number yep, two. I mean, yep. it really pays to have an all-star caliber number two backup. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I mean, just the tandem thing that's really working I mean, well this year around. you got to look at their D, too, right? McAvoy's having a Norris Trophy year. Lindholm is, I think, having a Norris Trophy year as well. Yeah. Orlov is stepping right in. I mean, unfortunately, they just lost Forbert for the rest of the regular season. But, you know... It, is it a huge loss? I don't think so. I mean, you got Orlov now, Grizzlick's there, you got Carlo, Clifton. Um, Zaboro, when he's played, has done well. Yeah. Um, but I mean, you got your top six there now, right? You got Lindholm, you got Orlov, McAvoy, Carlo, Grizz, and uh, Clifton right now. Yeah. And they've been playing great. Yeah. You know, well, I, I think, think all the pieces are starting to come together. The, I, you guys probably remember this from when we talked to Scott Darling. And when we had him on the pod, and he was talking about his relationship with Crow, right? Yep. When he was in Chicago, and like how close they were, and like you know they're rooting it, and that you're seeing this like right in front of our eyes right now, right? Those guys, they got the hug thing going, which I yep. hate, but they're doing it. Why? I got to find out why you I hate just, that. It's I don't know. It's not, I, it's not I don't, are you jealous because there's nobody else hugging you like that? I don't get hugs. No one wants to hug me anyways. Oh, hug that's you. not big, true. Big we want to hug you. Uh, <laughs> no, but I I think that camaraderie. Right, you know, has kind of like made all mark, right? Just yep. whatever those mojo, those two guys going got going on with each other. It's you know, and then when he gets his games too, Swayman has been, dude, he's been sharp. Couple yep. shutouts, right? Yep. He's he, shut out Buffalo he, seven nothing. He, I mean, right? he, he could be some trade bait down the line, but I hope not. You know, 
Well, I, I saw that report as well. Yeah, I, you know, but I, hey, I mean, the kid can play. Yeah, he's a good goalie, and you know, is he going to play over? I mean, Allmark's having a, you know, <laughs> Vesna. He's he's running away with the Vesna right now. My yes, guys. yeah, and you know? so I mean, for Swayman, I mean, I don't know. Do you, do you want to stick around and just be the backup when you could probably go, go somewhere, be, be a the star, number yeah, one, be the number one somewhere? So. You know, that'll be interesting, you know, later on down the line. But I, I love that, you know, just Allmark is really, really just off the charts right now. I think that's good. If he can play like this in the playoffs, that's, uh, you know, every play, every, every playoff season, right? It's usually like, you know, there's a one team and the goalie is just dialed in. And, you know, if he can do that, I think, you know, the Bruins – but you know, you, you hockey talk, right? It's like there's some dangerous teams out there right now. Well, and, I mean, and the Bruins are, you know, I think you got a ton of veteran presence, um, and obviously they're having a phenomenal regular season. But as you guys know, come playoff time, that, none, that none of it matters. Yeah, anymore. that kind of goes out the window. So, um, but you know, I, I again, I, I think. Right now, the Bruins have got to be right there in the mix to win it in the East, would yeah. be my call. So. Well, actually, I believe uh, they announced just before the Montreal game with the Toronto loss and the Florida loss, the Bruins have locked up the Atlantic. Mm -hmm. That's all set in square now, so there's no going back from here, boys. No. The heck with the President's Trophy. Nobody cares about that in this town. No. Matter of fact, I don't know about you guys, I don't even want to hear about the President's Trophy. It means absolutely no. nothing. No, no. I don't think the Bruins regard. want to hear about it either. No. Well, I yeah. think you signed pasta now, right? So now it's kind of like cup or bust. Yeah, you know? exactly. Right. What's you you what's went out and you doing? got pieces that you need. Yeah. You got Bertuzzi. You got Orlov. You got Har um, Hathaway. Yep. Who are all been huge, huge contributing yeah. And you didn't have to give up Bertuzzi, Bertuzzi just got his first goal as a B tonight. Yep. You know, watch him the other night. Like, he fits right in with that line. Yes. You know, yeah, I think I, him, I like Coyle, it. and Frederick are an awesome line right yeah. now. Which is, I remember talking about Frederick way back. And, <laughs> you know, we were talking about him being down in Providence oh, for crying God. out loud. He's actually he's got some looking goals. pretty good. And Coyle, you know, Coyle, typical Coyle, he's starting to kind of, like, get in playoff mode here a Love little it. bit. Love he's it. Got, I think he's going to be that big piece again in the playoffs. He's going to be a beast, man. And then, then you're going to hear his more his name more with the announcers as yeah. the playoffs come on. And then Bertuzzi is just that playoff type of guy, right? Yeah. He's going to run around. He, yeah, he's going to muck it up and just, you know, be, cool. a, be a buzzsaw out there. <laughs> it's so. funny you say that. Do you guys watch Behind the Bee? Yes. And they were uh, at, like, one of the stretch sessions in the gym at the practice rink, and Marshawn's like, yeah. I got no one else. I got no one in the league to hate anymore. Yeah. He's like, all the guys I hate are on my team now. Yeah. Hathaway and Bertuzzi. <laughs> it's unbelievable. <laughs> Funny thing about that, huh? You know, <laughs> he's a beauty. Um, but you know, they're they're dangerous, and but everything comes back to health, right? Yeah, you got to stay healthy. I see as the season starts to wind down, you gonna you're gonna see Pasta sitting a little bit. Bergeron, Krejci, the vets, Marshawn, rest his hips. Yep. Um, even Omar, you don't need to have anything to worry about. You got Sway. That's Put right. Sway in. Yeah. Sway's the way. Yep. You know? Yeah. Um, it's even tough, sit though. like Orlov a little bit. It's tough finding that happy medium, though, right? As you get towards it, you want to kind of give yeah. some guys some rest. But, yep. You don't want you to know. take your foot off the gas. Yeah, yeah exactly, right? Yeah. So and that that will be interesting to see how Montgomery plays that. But um, I don't know. I. I. I don't want to play. I don't want anything. I w I, we probably won't see the Rangers till later on, if at all. Yeah, 
I mean, see what happens. Right now, Rangers but, are dangerous. But right now, I would not want to play the New York Rangers. I, I'll tell you who I wouldn't want to play either: the Panthers. No, the no. Panthers. I yeah. I mean, Matthew Kachuk has to be in the running for the MVP this year. Oh yeah, he's he's been unbelievable for yeah. that team. Yeah, yeah, he's you definitely know? their MVP. And Bobrovsky's back to his old ways. Yep. He's he's holding the team up in net. I mean, you know, everyone's right about Spencer Knight. Yeah, you know he's dealing with his stuff. Hopefully, you know he gets better and he can rejoin the team. But I mean, they're they're a dangerous team. Yeah. But I agree with you, the Rangers, Shesterkin. Yeah, he's playing like Olmark. Yeah, you know, yeah, Kane's starting to find his groove. Yeah, I gotta tell you, who's an absolute beast on that team is Keandre Miller. Yes, oh, big yeah. kid on D. Oh my God, yeah, he can skate, he can shoot, yeah. he can fight. Yeah, well, he just came back off the of suspension. Yeah, and you noticed. Like, you know, there was that little lull because Kane came in and then yep. he got suspended and now he's back and you're like, oh boy, yeah, oh this, boy. Team, this team is... Ryder's not slowing down. No, no. Uh, Trub, I love that kid. Trub is a beast. He's an animal. I you love know, that guy. Um, yeah, that's that's another team that you don't want to... You don't want to face them right away. No, they're, they're dangerous. No, it's definitely going to be... I mean, and, and then you, you know, you talk about the... Everyone's talking about... The East quite a bit, but you know the, the West. The West. The West is a wild Colorado, Colorado Dallas, even Dallas, huh. Robinson. Like I think Robinson just got his 40th a year. Yeah, it's unbelievable. By yeah. the way, that know? kid's very good. And he missed pretty much all the training camp yeah. for a contract holdout. And he steps right in. And he just lights it up. Yeah, yeah. You know, so the, so the West is going to be a little tricky too, right? Yep. So it's going to be a really Edmonton. Fun, uh, I, their issue is. Is Skinner going to be able to be that guy in yeah. that for them? Yeah, right. With a mustache like that? I just don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I just That's, don't know. He, he's kind of been the the their Achilles heel a little bit yeah. for most of the season. But I mean, but when you got McJesus already got, got sixty goals, one hundred and fifty points. Yeah, and and Drysaddle's hit a hundred now. Like, you know, it, when you get in the playoffs and those two guys, like, you know, anything can happen, yeah. right? Like, you know, that guy's a machine. I mean, we're. I mean. I don't. I didn't, never thought I would see the day or see a player again that would come close to like a 200 point season, like a Gretzky type of season. And, and, I, he's, and he's close, age. and yeah. he's mod, definitely modern age. But I think he could also one day pull that off. Like he, oh, I think he could. He's he just keeps keeps getting better. He's and just better every year, and he's, he's only 25. Yeah, it's crazy. You wait, know, wait, what? He's only 25. Why does that not sound correct at all? He's been in the league since he was 18. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It just doesn't even you sound know. correct. Well, it's like pasta, right? Right. Same thing. Yeah. It, it's like, I feel like pasta is still like. It's a baby. Yeah. And he's, hey, if you want to see the real pasta, you got to watch on the Spit and Chicklets YouTube channel. Oh, the golf. The um, the sandbagger was him. It was pasta and Fiala versus Biz and Wit. It's great. Pasta is an absolute legend it's in my tripping. eyes. He downs. A pink Whitney nip and goes. Now you guys are gonna see the real pasta. Yeah, it's <laughs> great. You know, he is fun, man. He is. They yeah. they have a great like the just like the the locker rooms great. You know, and obviously they're winning, but they've got they've got some great characters like yep. personalities on that team as well. Marshawn's hilarious. Pasta's <laughs> funny. Like I gotta it, imagine Bertuzzi's a character. Yeah, I'm sure. What I'm, an addition. Yeah, I'm sure. But it's you know, it's it's a really fun group, and it's been it's been you know, I mean, what the hell do we know, right? We were we wouldn't think they were gonna be, even be nearly as close to what they're doing right no, now. Six months ago, we were sitting here being like, we don't think they're gonna make the playoffs. Yeah, it's well, it's it's I'm now that I've like now that trade deadline season is kind of like over and. 
you know, we're getting close to the playoffs, man, I'm just like itching, you know. Plus, youth hockey's over, and I can focus and dial in. Right, right. Get golf, the, baby, get golf. The, well, I've been looking at everyone's all like, right. oh, what are you going to do after tryouts? And I'm like, I was looking at golf clubs all week this week. See, I got a dilemma, right? So I got my, my 40th coming up in three months. I got to choose between a new grill. No, go get fitted for golf clubs. Golf clubs. Pretty wild. That's not, that's not a question. But that's if you're turning 40, you should be able to get both, right? I'll buy you right. a grill. I'll go to home. We'll get you, you the grill. You don't Causeway Krings. <laughs> we'll get you the grill. I showed, I showed my wife the grill I want. She's like, you're out of your mind. It can hold up to like 20 burgers. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> We're clearly going to need them. We love to barbecue, right? Like, I was supposed to grill dinner tonight. Yep. Well, the grill almost caught on fire. <laughs> That's not good. No, it wasn't actually. Could be time for a new one. You know, it's only eight years old. Only. You know. Stay, staying back on track here, delicious burgers and steaks charcoal aside. Uh, you guys mentioned Connor McDavid, and he had an interesting quote. Uh, he was very upset with Gary Bettman outwardly about the World Hockey Classic, because obviously they've opted not to do it. Oh, I did not hear But this. we just had the World Baseball Classic. I don't know if you guys caught the end of that. Of no, course, Team I, Japan I and Team USA. Let me tell you, that was something. It and was the cool. whole tournament, very entertaining overall. But it begs the question, why can't hockey have that? Because Gary Bettman said no. So what's, go what's the deal with that? And what would you guys pay for a ticket? to go see once again, just like we saw a few years ago before they got rid of it, the North American team, the USA team, they had the rookie team, all kinds of stuff going on there for the classic. Depends on how much Bud influences me. Yeah. Fair. Garden, Spend garden prices. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think, you know, to go experience that would be a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Can you imagine a line of Connor McDavid, Sidney Crosby, and Brad Marchand? Yeah. Uh, I Can you even imagine that? That's why they have the Olympics. Yeah. But we don't anymore, really, because they don't let the players do that either, for the most yeah, part. Yeah, I think yeah. that's going to change. I yeah. mean, you can't let any international play at all? I mean, these guys aren't exactly making football and uh, baseball money here. No. I mean, even the top-paid ho uh, hockey player is making pittance and even the past, to a baseball player. The most recent Olympics where they weren't allowed to go, Marshawn was very vocal about it. He's like, we're not in it for the money. He's like, there's nothing better than putting on your country's jersey and yeah, representing it's, them. It's pride. Right. Exactly. But it's the NHL Players Association and the Owners Association can't have you guys getting hurt in international play because then the actual league is going to falter, or so they think. I think it's ridiculous, yeah, and I, don't I, buy I agree that. with you guys. Let I don't, the boys play. I don't buy that one. I think, too, with the... the, the the current climate of what's going on in the world and then you know with all the russian players and stuff like that russia too. and belarus yeah so it's you know there's probably some tricky stuff to get around with that as well that you know i mean yeah they're playing in the nhl but then you start getting into like international play and like can the russians you know are they going to let the russians participate in it? i mm -hmm. i probably is probably for present moment not a bad idea to just kind of like back off of that one I, i'm not a big betman fan but you know, I like international play. I think it's awesome. I love you it, know, too. Especially the U.S.-Canada, man. I mean, you're you, you talking about a ticket? Yeah. Like, you know, I'm, bu day. I'm buying that ticket all day long. Like, that's, you know, th those are the two, you know, teams traditionally that we've seen, like, you know, Both, yeah. right at the end. And it's just a it's just a dogfight. And they're great hockey games to watch. And, uh, you know, so, yeah, I do think it's, you know, something that they should do. But right now, I don't. I don't know if that's going to The players should work. say, all right, you can either let us do the 
know, the World Cup of Hockey or the Olympics. Yeah. One or the other. Take your pick. Yeah. Yeah, the the world I will say the world the the World Cup for the baseball this year was pretty was pretty lights out. Wasn't yeah. Griffey Jr. the batting coach for USA? USA. Yeah. And it was like a quote saying like if something about him like coming out of retirement yeah. to play. Yeah. He was he <laughs> was he yeah. was taking but, did, I heard he took uh, BP and was just dinging. Yeah, and guys were just like yeah, standing just there watching dinging like, them. Whoa. Right. Yeah. Unreal. Yeah. It, the whole thing came down to uh, two teammates, uh, Shohei Otani and Mike Trout. Trout yeah. Man, oh, man, Team Japan and uh, Team USA, the firehouse that they are. Unbelievably so, Team Japan and Shohei Otani strikes out Mike Trout swinging. And if you look at the statistics on that, Mike Trout doesn't strike out swinging. No. Period. But a, a, but a 101 mile an hour fastball will do that to you, I guess. That, that, that guy's a freak, man. Otani. Oh, Otani! Total G code. What and what? Yeah. Oh, he's like McDavid times a million. Like as far as baseball goes, right? Like, you know, but a guy that can you know get up and slug home runs and then <laughs> and pitch and just throw gas. Like that's not a. That's like Babe Ruth. Yeah, that's not yes. normal. Yeah, you shouldn't be able to do that. And he's a and he's a big human as yeah. well. He's not even old yet. I he's, believe he's only twenty six. Oh, he's a baby. Like yeah, that. he's a baby. He's a, and he's <laughs> a specimen. It's, you know, it's it's you know, and you think like. How far Japanese players have come in like the game of baseball, right? And you're seeing hockey grow, and like you know, I'm just thinking long term here. Like you know, you're starting to see a lot of more international players come over here, and uh, you know, I think that's a that's a country that you could actually see start really making some moves well, in the hockey. I mean, world. China's got the team they put in the Olympics for hockey. Yeah, what's his name? Is the captain Brandon Yip? Yep. That's you know, right. he's been playing over there now for. Yep. Got to be seven, eight years. Yeah. My old coach, Jim Pack, he coached the South Korean team. I believe it was, yeah, South Korea. Um, and, you know, they had some some guys that, you know, had dual citizenship mm-hmm. playing, but, you know, competed pretty well. And it's, you know, I do I do like international play. I think it kind of. I think of, it's fun. It's awesome. It's it awesome. Really it's It's kind of like a, you know. And when, rights. Well, and too, when you can get it outside of the Olympics, because the Olympics is right. every four years. So. You know, to have to kind of wait for that, it doesn't really make sense. Like the world, I I love the World Cup's awesome, and I think they should bring it back. But yeah, agreed, agreed. A couple of other notes we want to get to here. Uh, it was recently announced the women's bean pot returning for the first time. Well, I can't say returning, but going to the, the TD garden. garden, just like it should have been all these years. Yep. And finally, when we talk about equality in women's sports, this is the kind of stuff we're actually talking about here, folks. The women's bean pot should have always been held at TD Garden, and now finally, starting this upcoming season, that will be the case, and what an exciting announcement for every female player out there. Yep, no, that's awesome. I think that's gonna, you know, where it's at the Garden, they'll get a lot more fans, um, which will, you know, draw our attention to, to women's hockey and girls get involved in hockey, and you know, that was fortunate enough Tuesday night at the game, um, they had two represent represents you know from each team. The Northeast was there with their championship being yep. you know beanpot trophy, signing autographs, and it was you know it was awesome to see, you know. And I, I think that's gonna be great for for college hockey for the, for the women. And you know I'm, I'm I know I'd probably try to ke- grab a ticket and catch a game. Yeah, but, you know it's a shame because Northeastern had like a, Elena Mueller's leaving. She she just, you know, phased out and what a phenomenal women's player she was and Northeastern's had a just a wagon the last, you know, few years especially. 
Um, but it's, you know, this is, that's one of those things that's just like long overdue, right? Yep. That, that should have, <laughs> that should have been at the garden a long time ago. I still ago. think like the, I think, I still think the Boston Pride should be playing at the TD Garden. Yeah. I agree. No, don't get me yeah. wrong. I like Warrior and I think that is the next best option for them outside of TD Garden. Mm-hmm. And I'm not just saying that because I've personally been there and met the management and the, the grounds crew and everybody that makes that Warrior run the way that it does. Yep. but. It really is a beautiful spot to play. And when those blinds come down, man, or when they go up, it is a alternate universe oh in that God. place. Yeah. It is crazy. Yeah. Well, we did try to play. I think uh, the season I coached, I think we did, it was a day game, and they had the shades up. I think this highway is just, like, right there. It didn't go well. Yeah, it, it just sure. It was like you were, like, playing in an altered universe. And we were like, no, 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 those need to go down yeah. <laughs> Immediately, <laughs> for, for day games. But if you watched, um, so the Pride played their two playoff games at Bentley. Yep. I don't know what the seating capacity I, difference is. I was, it's huge. It's huge. Bentley Arena is 5, a beautiful place. 5,000 fans, I think it holds. Yes. Bentley? Yeah. So the Warriors not too far off because you no, got all the that. The only difference is Bentley's got the it's an actual seats all the way around. Yeah. 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 Warriors just so one half. I got to tell you. So it was packed. Oh, yeah. For, the, for both games. Beautiful. Green. And I was out there um, th- two weeks ago for my Terriers team in the playoffs. Um, fortunately, we lost to the Eagles. We actually played against Montgomery's son, who's oh. an 9 playing up a year. No kidding. That kid's got a future like no tomorrow. Nine years old, walking the blue line like he's Victor Hedman. <laughs> head up, shoot. Just great little player. Wow. Um, but it was kind of cool because we, our team got to sit on the Bentley bench but I, my, it was my first time there. I'm like, how do I get to the bench? The guy's like, oh, you can either go up. He goes, you know what? He goes, I'll take you in through the players' lounge. I'm like, like through the players' entrance. I'm like, sweet. So we walked through the weight room, the locker room. Everything was unbelievable. Crazy. So we're leaving, and we so he went out the same way, and there was a couple of the Bentley players in there. And I was like, oh, can we take a look? And he's like, yeah, come on in. Talking to us like 15, 20 minutes. He played, um, he was a fifth-year senior, played at Culver Academy, heading over to Europe to play. Yeah. Um, unbelievable. I'm like, this is like... Yeah, it's a sick barn. Unreal, yeah. unreal. But just like to be in the behind the scenes there was awesome. Like the weight room, these guys in there working out. Season's been over for a month and a half. They're in there training. Oh yeah, you know, hanging out in the locker room. The it was just awesome to see. That's uh, cool. I also know? had a pretty good chance to get a good look at uh, the new arena when it was opened up. Oh, goodness gracious, two, three, four years ago at this point now, um, and just a beautiful, beautiful spot. Yeah, I mean, there's. So much fun technical stuff I want to start talking about, but I'll lose the entire audience if we do that, so I'm not going to do that to you. But <laughs> trust me when I say, if you can get up to Bentley University to catch a hockey game yeah, at the DeFelice rink, you should. And you, you can tell should. when that place is packed, that place is bumping. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, it was, you uh, know? The, I, I believe the first Pride game was on Nesson. Yeah. And, I mean, it, it, it was filled. Yeah. It was filled. So, I mean, and they, they obviously, you know, they went a lot. It's a great draw, you know, and girls hockey's big around here. Yep. So, but if you, you know, it's like that thing. If you build it, they will come. Like, well, you know, they will. I I will be very intrigued to see how the women's bean pot does next year. I think it'll be pretty damn good, and it'll I think be it will fun. be too. Yeah. And yeah. it'll be exciting for those women players, yeah. especially seventeen thousand three hundred and sixty-seven, if I remember yeah. correctly, something like that. Yeah, change something. Yeah, whatever. Give or Eight, take. Eighteen k. Yeah. yeah, you go. Round up. Gentlemen, we are coming up in the last couple of minutes of the program, so why don't we go ahead with our final thoughts here as we get ready to sign off for this edition of Causeway Kings. And Gordo, uh, once again, we're just happy to have you back here. Uh, yeah, we're man. minus Merrill today, but that's okay. He's with us in our hockey hearts. So, Always. Gordo, feel free, please, with your final thoughts. Yeah, Merrill, we miss you, buddy. Uh, no, this is 
always a pleasure getting together with you with you guys and uh uh, I'm excited. Hockey, se uh, hockey season's officially over now. Officially, officially, because tryouts are done. Yay! Golf season has now begun. Yeah, I'm, to get the links with I'm, the boys. I'm ready to. This is my this is my year that I turn on the golf jets. Yep. And you know I could be a low handicapper here pretty soon. I, fingers crossed. Um, Bruins. Looking forward to the playoffs. Yep. They're up right now. Can't wait against Montreal. I'm just gonna say, just let's keep a keep an eye on those uh, pesky Rangers. Mm -hmm. Patrick Kane. I don't know. And uh, yeah, that's. I mean, you know, it's been it's been a fun uh, it's been a fun hot hockey season so far. Definitely. So it would be it would be nice to kind of cap it all off with a nice Stanley Cup, Boston Bruins. Yeah, win. that'd be beautiful. So, yeah. No, that's uh, you hit it on the head. Hockey season's for us over. Golf season's right there. Uh, but I do want to give a shout out to local legend Brian Boyle has announced his retirement from the NHL hockey, and I think was actually joining uh, NHL, Network, NHL Network starting last night or tonight. Yeah, good um, that's awesome. He had a great career. First round draft pick by the LA Kings. Um, local legend, you know, part of that dynasty team down over at uh, St. Seb's. Um, you know, him, Mikey Morris, Sean Sullivan, Kenny Roach, uh, Kevin Regan, mm -hmm. all those guys, Rick Baker. Um, yeah, he just announced his retirement. I think he played for the Kings, the Rangers, the Lightning, the Panthers, uh, the Leafs, and the Nashville. Yeah, he had a good run. And Pittsburgh. Yeah, Pittsburgh. And Pittsburgh, you know. Great, great, great human being. Um, such a down-to-earth kid. Um I think he's, his son plays down in the breakers down the bog. Yeah. But hats off to him. A great career. Wish him best of luck in the next chapter. But, uh, yeah, no, this was great to be back with you guys. Uh, Merrill, we miss you, but we get it. It's all good. Uh, I'm ready to hit the links, though, boys. Plain I'm and simple. Ready. No other way. Causeway King Classic? I think so. Causeway King Classic. I'm all classic, for it. Listen, showcase skill I'm turning set. 40 in June. I got the green light. To golf. Clancy's giving me five nice. aside, so it's going to be good. Five aside? Okay. Money. I get three, you get five. Perfect. <laughs> Two to nine and up a dime. You work for me now. On that happy note, folks, let's go bees. We've got more coming up. Stay right there here on the Abington Cam Network and the WMEX Sports Radio Network. And gentlemen, as always, let's, let's go, go bees. bees.